and welcome to this week's episode of Let Me Pull On Your Coat. I'm your host, Peter de Villiers, and if you're new to the podcast, what I like to do on these episodes is take you on a little journey um, with five stops, pit stops. Um, we've got through my eyes, just something I've seen in the media or somewhere that I'm thinking about. A pebble in your pond is something a bit bigger that I want you to think about. And then a quote, what I'm reading, and a record of the week. So through my eyes, um, and this is something that um, in this, this example relates to racism, but it's something that I see a lot and that I it, it, it grinds me every time. So there was something in the news this week or last week about Prince William speaking out and saying that we should eradicate racism in football in particular. I think he's, he's got something to do with um, the FA as well. But So Prince William says we should get rid of racism. Um, and I'm not entirely sure what the impact of that is supposed to be. Because I think we will find that if we, even if we don't restrict it to football, but he was specifically talking in that context, we may find that the people who hold racist views and act out on those racist views um, don't really get their moral compass um, from Prince William or, to be fair, any other celebrity. And, and there's, there are many instances like this where some celebrity will make a statement. I mean, even even the Prime Minister, the Prime Minister condones racism in football. It's like, no shit. Of course he does. And, and it doesn't change anyone's mind. Racism doesn't go away because someone in a position of power or some celebrity or someone has, has made a statement about it. Um, it's unfortunately something that takes generations to filter out it's 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 not going to stop next year and it's not going to stop the year after that no matter how hard we try that is just not the way it's going to go away um i mean i i i i grew up in 1980s south africa where racism was written into the constitution um and even under those circumstances, you still found people who were not racist. So even though it's the law, um, you can still find people with different views. And the same way here, where um, it's not the law, um, some celebrity makes a statement about it, and it'll just have no impact whatsoever. Um, I remember, um, I can't, it's quite a while ago now, but Idris Elba was on TV um, in something, and I just suddenly realized that, in complete contrast to my own childhood, for my kids, it just isn't and it never will be an event to see a black actor in a main role on national TV. It's just, it's just par for the course. And for kids growing up in South Africa now, it's par for the course. But when I was growing up, it certainly wasn't. And for them, it's just not an event. It's not, it's not, it's not an issue. And that's the way it should be. And I think also it, it, um, there's a there's a campaign on the back of buses around the part. Um, of the country where we live at the moment I don't know if it's national but it's about speeding and it's it just says on the back of the bus watch your speed your son is um, suggesting that boys end up speeding because they're 
parent was speeding. It was quite interesting. My daughters asked, well, what, what do they mean by this? And it took quite a while to explain what they mean by it. And it's quite interesting, the context that um, I've not seen the equivalent bus saying your daughter is watching your speed, but um, that's another matter altogether. But yeah, bit of a rant. I just wish these celebrities would get their head out of their ass and um, understand their position and where it actually is. Um, these are um, unfortunately to a large extent something like racism is a bit like a glacier moving um, it you keep pushing in the right direction but it will take a couple of generations before we're rid of it um, and there are many things like that um, I don't think Prince William's going to have much of an impact moving on from that um, to the pebble in your pond and this this goes back to the book that I was reading previously blueprint sorry blueprint by Robert Plowman about DNA and how it makes us who we are and right towards the end of the book there's there's just a fascinating paragraph um, where and, and, I, and I want you to take this in and then spend the next week thinking about this because it's, it's quite remarkable and fascinating. And, and keep in mind, this is, again, average distribution at the far extremes, people living extremely horrible lives or extremely privileged lives. It's slightly different, but here it is. So I'll read this from the text so that I can get it right. Um, so it says... And this is sort of a almost like a conclusion to the book is what this means is that if you had been adopted at birth reared by different parents gone to different schools and had different friends you would be similar to who you are now in personality mental health and illness and cognitive abilities and disabilities more specifically you would be as similar to this version of yourself as identical twins are to one another and I find that fascinating that if we were to change everything, fine, you might live in a different country, you might have a different job, might be married to someone else. There's lots of things that could change. But as far as you are concerned, you will be as similar to who you are today as identical twins are to each other. So um, ponder that. Um, I have been, and I think it's fascinating. So the quote for this week comes from someone you may never have heard of, um, a man called Dan Kennedy, who was a direct response marketing guru um, and a very, um, very abrasive man to some extent. Um, certainly didn't suffer fools and, and designed a life that he wanted to live and was good enough at what he did that everyone else who wanted to work with him fell in line. Um, and worked according to his um, his lifestyle and how he wanted to work rather than him running after customers. So the quote is, and I was reminded of this by a quote by Jeff Bezos that I read about, if you don't like criticism, don't do anything big or important. But Dan Kennedy phrased it slightly differently. He said, if you haven't offended someone by midday, then you can't be doing much. And I don't think he meant by that sort of setting out to offend people, but I think he certainly focused on not trying to not offend anyone 
in achieving goals or setting out your stall. So that's from Dan Kennedy. If you haven't offended someone by midday, then you can't be doing much. And what I'm reading, I'm just towards the end of The Practice by Seth Godin, um, which I'm thoroughly enjoying, and there's an awful lot to get, to dig into. Um, like I said last week, um, he doesn't tell you what the practice is, but as you read the book, then it becomes reasonably clear um, what the practice is. And one one thing that really stands out for me is the focus on small steps, repeated small steps, rather than trying to take leaps and, and bounds from one from one point to the next and have this massive success in one step. Um, there's one piece that he writes about, which is the smallest viable breakthrough. Um, and it says, don't worry about changing the world. First, focus on making something worth sharing. How small can you make it and still do something you're proud of? And I quite like that. We're, we're not focused on changing the world, just what's the next best step I can take. And taking that and then moving on to the next one. So that's The Practice by Seth Godin. And then The Record of the Week is by Crowded House, and particularly the album Together Alone. And my first introduction to Crowded House was Chocolate Cake on a TV program called Fast Forward, hosted by Alex J. Um, in South Africa. And for those of you not old enough to remember, fast forward is what you had to do with a cassette tape to get to the next song. So that's why a music program might be called fast forward. Um, and especially if you press the fast forward and the play at the same time, you can hear the squealing of the tape and then you can catch the gap between the songs and then you know you're at the next one. If you were Flash, you had a, a tape deck that could do that. You just press fast forward and it automatically stops at the next gap between songs. Um, but yeah, so Crowded House, so I, I couldn't stand that song. Um, I now looking back at, it, back at it, the video is very much in the vein of Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer and, and stuff like that. And I, I enjoy the song now, but I certainly didn't at the time. And then many years later, um, the girlfriend of one of the guitarists in the band I was playing at, she gave me a copy of Together Alone to listen to. And it completely opened up a world and I realized the kind of stuff that Crowded House actually did beyond chocolate cake and take the weather with you. And it's a fabulous album and particularly for me, the favorite track is Nails in My Feet. Um, and it always reminds me of a, um, a very good friend of mine who I met when I was 14. Um, she was 15 at the time. We we were boyfriend and girlfriend for a time, and um, later in life we got together again, and um, quite a long history together. But she was one of those people, and I'm I'm sure you might have experienced this. You meet someone, and it, it happens more earlier in life. But you meet someone that that opens a door to a world for you. It's like. Um, fine, I, I went to music college when I was a kid and everything and I certainly wasn't secluded or anything but just suddenly there was just this world it's like someone's pulled the curtains open and you, you observe other possibilities and there are other things available and the, and the lyrics of Nails in My Feet is my life is a house, you crawl through the window slip across the floor and into the reception room 
Um, and then he goes on like that. And that, that always just reminds me of sort of that situation of someone coming and knocking on your door. Um, and then it's as if the curtains pull open and there's another world available. So that's the story around that album. But um, yeah, Together Alone, Crowded House, it's it's not the Crowded House album you might think of when you just think of um, Chocolate Cake or Always Bring the Weather with you. And with that, we are at the end of this week's episode. So thanks for joining me. I hope you'll be here next week. I certainly will. And you'll give me another chance to pull on your coat. Thank you.